You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. Hi, I'm Misty Ridley Little, your host for the podcast, and today is a solo episode, kind of a bonus mid-ish month episode, recapping my trip to Billy Goat Day back at the end of January. I was very excited to be able to go this year uh, to attend a trail event to get to meet the community, get to meet everybody that uh, some people have interviewed, some people that I've just been following online. And you'll hear me ramble about that a little bit too in the episode. So what this is, is me recording snippets anywhere from a minute to, I don't know, seven or eight minutes long. And I put them all together, starting with when I left my house here in Houston to go board the plane. And I intended to record as I was like walking through the airport and do all these fun things, but it turns out that I was super tired and also felt weird doing that. So I didn't do that, but you guys get to listen as I go for a hike. Uh, you hear me recap a little bit of Billy Goat Day. And so there's a lot of different transitions and ambient noises and different things. So it's not like me typically recording in my closet at home where it's just, you know, kind of a muffled, uh, quieter sound, should I say. So you'll hear planes and people talking and a lawnmower in one section and uh, all of that good stuff. But uh, I don't know. I think it adds a little bit of charm to the episode. And it was actually kind of fun to re-listen to uh, later and and to hear how I was thinking. And I kind of wish I had done a few more little snippets as as uh, maybe in my tent in the evening. But I didn't. So, <laughs> so that's that. And at least I recorded what I did record. And it was fun to, to do that. So a few notes because as I came home and listened and actually thought and took pictures and revisited some things, I realized I was wrong about some things I talked about. Um, the first is that I actually never found the actual split oak, a split oak forest. I had printed a map from the water water conservation area, from the Split Oak Wildlife uh, Environmental Area from my FWC. I printed a map from there, and they have a little spot on the northeast corner of the map that says Split Oak, and it looks like it's at trail junctions. So sure enough, I, I had walked around to that trail junction, and I saw a sign that said Lake Trail and Split Oak. Like the lake trail was on top, split oak on the bottom, kind of directing you down the trail. Well, I knew where the lake trail was because it's on the map. And I figured, okay, well, they're just guiding you down that direction. Well, I happened to find a split oak at that junction where, where it was labeled on the map. But, and you hear me talk just kind of thinking like, this is not very grand. This is kind of weird. And I should have known because I remember, I remember seeing pictures of it and thinking it was really big. It was really cool. And I don't know why I did not think harder <laughs> at the time. I think I was halfway through the hike and already ready to kind of wind things down. And I should have looked. It's actually on the lake trail. And that was another thing. On the trail itself, I never saw another sign that said, hey, go down this lake trail. This split oak is this way, <laughs> which I was kind of annoyed about. There's not a lot of good signage. So when I went on the Florida hikes on Sandra Friend's website, which I should have done to begin with, she gives very detailed instructions on where to find the split oak. It is on the lake trail. (laughs) Don't do what I did. Go see the split oak. It looks really cool in pictures and I never saw it. So like Sandra said, there are other split oaks in the forest. They're smaller. I found one of them. It was cool to see. It was enjoyable, but it was not the split oak. So I'm a little bit disappointed and bitter about that. And I may have to write to my FWC and tell them that their labeling is really crap. 
The second is I talk about some plants in there. I talk about the hooded pitcher plant. Hey, that's correct. Uh, I talk about chalky blue stem. Turns out that might actually be purple blue stem after I put it into iNaturalist. Um, somebody who's a curator and a lot better at plants than me on some of this said it wasn't as bright. It was, wasn't as bright blue or something like that. Anyways, it's a little bit different. I think it's still also called a chalky blue stem, just a different variety and species. Uh, of andropogon. Uh, sorry, I don't want to bore people too much, but I do talk about plants. I kind of wanted to clarify a few things. Uh, the other one I was talking about is false rosemary. It is not false rosemary, but it was like going in the right direction. Uh, it's pennyroyal or Florida pennyroyal. Penny Royal. Uh, it's also in the mint family, the Lamiaceae family. And uh, so very close relative, but I was totally wrong about that. So it's not Conradina when I was <laughs> chatting about that. I think those are the two main plant issues. Uh, okay, so one of the animals I talked about was the Sherman, Sherman's fox squirrel and kind of has a widish range throughout central-ish Florida up into the North, North Florida area. Uh, it's considered a special concern species for Florida, but it can range in coloration from like nearly all black to silver with variations of black and silver. It's definitely a very distinctive squirrel when you see it. You will think, wow, that's much different than the the common you know gray squirrel that you might see um so keep an eye out for those you may see them in other areas it looks like their habitats are sand hills flatwoods um maybe pastures and open areas so if you're hiking in any kind of scrubby areas uh keep an eye on those okay and yeah just final note that like i said there's a bunch of ambient noise going on in the background on on the episodes, hopefully that does not too bothersome. I did note that when I was listening to snippets of everybody else I recorded, some of the people I recorded early on are harder to listen to because of the ambient noise. And so I will probably be delaying those episodes till later this spring, just because I will probably have to do a lot more editing on those, trying to fade out some of that background noise so that you can actually hear who I'm talking to. So I apologize if you're listening and you are some of the folks I talked to like Friday evening or early on Saturday morning. You guys will probably be a little bit later down the line. And I kind of learned my lesson as I was recording those interviews and and tried to get people away after the fact. So and I, I have in my show notes for the episode, I have several links up uh, to blog posts that I wrote, uh, about Billy Goat Day and about my hike at Split Oak Forest. I have not gotten to editing the photos for the hike with Sandra yet. And I will update you guys on that when I release episodes for March, if y'all want to go and check that out. So do check the podcast, uh, website out in the show notes for those links. You can see photos and I highly recommend the hike at Split Oak Forest. I loved it and it was awesome. All right, on to, I guess, my little podcast journal of this. Oh, it's 2.44, 42 degrees here in Northwest Houston. And uh, that 2.44 is a.m., by the way. Catching my flight at 5 at uh, Intercontinental Airport and on my way to Billy Goat Day. So I'm going to narrate my trip there, <laughs> you guys. All right. Update when I get to the airport. Oh, so it is many hours past when I last updated y'all leaving my house. And I meant to update in the airports, but then I was like, you know, it's kind of weird. 
holding this mic up and talking to the ooh turkey oak sorry i'm getting distracted here i'm out hiking now not an airport i am in florida so i flew from houston to dallas had i don't know about 45 minutes to change terminals go to the bathroom get something to eat for breakfast and then got on a flight to orlando and everything was pretty smooth sailing. Couldn't really sleep on the second flight. I kind of dozed decently on the first flight. But um, just rested, read the latest Florida Trail Footprints magazine. And, you know, got my rental car when I got here. It's actually very pleasant here. Um, I knew a few days ago there was a big. Uh, deep freeze here. Oh, and I'm at a junction. I'm going to see where I need to go. Where's my nap? Which way do I want to go? I am at Split Oak Forest. So it's about 20 minutes or so southeast of the airport. And I'm here because I wanted to see it before it gets destroyed. Um, since it was so close to the airport and I had some time this afternoon before everybody gets to Lake Mills Park for Billy Goat Day. Um, I thought I would come out here and do some hiking by myself for a little while. And uh, just, uh, yeah, see this park before part of it gets destroyed by a freaking toll road. Um, there's already, it came along, uh, I think it's called Boggy Creek Road, um, to get here. And there's a lot of surveying uh, being done alongside that road. Plus, on the north side, there's a lot of construction so I don't know if it's they're widening the road or if that's where the toll road's going through or what but it's kind of frustrating to see um I mean this is definitely not just a Florida thing Texas is going through it right now too toll roads being built near me um so just a human crop thing we're doing right now apparently um see wildlife so far I've seen so two sandhill cranes on the side of the road and I kind of squealed and clapped. I was so excited. Um, then as I was putting on my boots uh, at the parking lot here, happened to look across the pasture across the street and galloping across as <laughs> an otter. Um, so that was really cool to see and I kind of pointed to like nobody. There was a couple people down the uh, other end of the parking lot who had just gotten here or were leaving. I was like, Otter <laughs> to nobody in particular, but you know me. <laughs> uh, so it was really exciting. I didn't have my camera or anything ready, but uh, that was a fun, exciting thing. Oh, it's so good to be in the scrubby Florida trail. Um, yeah, so part of Split Oak Forest um, actually is blazed by the Florida Trail Association. I think eventually it was supposed to maybe one day reroute over here part of the, the eastern corridor from you know that nasty roadwalk from Bull Creek but you know I think that's a probably a very far-fetched plan especially now with a potential toll road going through the southern portion of this place but here we are I'm gonna enjoy this hike and update you guys in a little bit oh so I just found some hooded pitcher plants I had gone on iNaturals beforehand to see what might be around here and there was a lot of sightings of hooded pitcher plants so I thought it'd be nice to see if I can find some. So just went to 
you know, a lot of times on iNaturalist, people obscure plant locations, and it really is usually a good idea for more sensitive things like pitcher plants. FYI, please don't poke pitcher plants. Thank you. Anyway, um, but sometimes people don't obscure them. Um, so these are really close to the trail, the centerline trail. Just go on iNaturalist. You'll be able to find it. And you can, <laughs> there is a trail beaten down to them. So people go there frequently, it seems. It was like a geocaching trail. You're like, oh, nowhere to go here. Um, there's another trail here. Kind of looks like a wildlife trail, maybe old firebreak or something. I think I'm gonna go poke around and see what's back here. Okay. Okay, trail <laughs> led to what was probably gonna be a cypress dome. It progressively got thicker. Uh, hogs have been back there, so everything is rooted up. I got stuck in some rubus, which was a bad idea. Made me think, why did I get off trail? Um, <laughs> anyway, but it looked looked enticing. I don't really feel like getting wet today. So I'm gonna keep going down this trail here, see what else I find. Enjoy the gorgeous scrub view. And hopefully I think I'm gonna be around the bend here in a little bit. Maybe I get to see the actual split oak. All right. All right, so I made it to the split oak and it's actually not exactly the most easily to photograph tree. Um, there was, you know, some other really nice large oaks around it, but they don't have a lot of, of other shrubs and stuff. That had a lot of shrubs around it and some other debris um, and some pines tree, uh, like not saplings, but you know, some younger pine uh, coming up. So, you know, if I'm going to complain, <laughs> it wasn't very photogenic, um, but it was still really cool. Um, and I'm actually on some orange blazing again here. Uh, as I make my way back to the parking area, probably gonna end up with like four miles, which is good. Oh, wildlife sighting, a Sherman's fox squirrel. Um, I knew they were here because I saw them on iNaturalist and I was checking out a big oak, kind of at the junction that goes to the split oak and then, or to the other park. And um, I saw it just like running away. I was like, very clear as day. Um, of course, didn't have long lens on or Time to take a picture, but hey, that was a really cool sighting out here. Um, kind of made my day. And then, oh, by the split oak, someone's like dirty old underwear was right there. And I was thinking of the uh, Sunshine State Seekers and uh, Josh Hike with Heart and their uh, <laughs> never ending quest last year for you know, being groundskeepers and uh, the Sunshine State Seekers keeping on that again this year. And uh, <laughs> You know, and picking up some crazy stuff. I did not pick it up. I did not bring my 11th essential, my trash bag to carry it out. Or, nor did I have a stick or anything that I felt confident enough to pick it up. So, um, somebody else, you're welcome to do that one for me. Um, I'm not going to dally too much longer out here. I've been stopping and taking pictures, looking at all sorts of cool things. All pipe words, obviously the cool oaks. But I need to kind of make it back. I need to stop at Publix on the way to Lake Mills Park, get some stuff for the weekend. And then it's about a 45 minute drive from down here over to the park in Chuliota. And yeah, oh, 
I'm sorry, excited. Zebra longwing! Uh, <laughs> they're kind of transient in my area in Houston. You get them more in South Texas. And uh, yeah, but occasionally people see them. And so I haven't seen one in a while. And now I'm excited. I'm going to take a picture. Ah, so I just saw another Sherman's fox squirrel. Ran across the trail, I don't know, 30 yards in front of me, off into uh, the pine scrubby area. So I'm a little miffed about this again. Did not get a picture. I stopped and kind of looked around to see if I could find it. Heard some things on the pine trees pulling off the uh, bark, but I think it was just birds doing that. <sighs> so I'm foiled again. All right, let's see if I can find one, y'all. So I'm kind of winding my way back. Stopped at the cypress dome here on the west side on the green trail slash Warren's Blaze trail and uh, popped in a little cypress dome for a second. Kind of dry uh, in some areas, wet in some areas, but it was fine to pop in. Somebody had, I guess they're not a rain gauge. There's another word for a piezometer maybe uh, in the middle of that dome there. And then they had some survey markers, some uh, PVC poles leading out to it. So it's probably just part of the uh, WEA. I'm gonna guess maybe they keep tabs on that cypress dome there. And there's some chalky blue stem, which is kind of cool uh, grass. Normally it's a you know an upland kind of grass, but it's growing in a uh, crook of some cypress knees. So that was kind of fun to see. Uh, yeah, right now I've got about 3.39 miles on my Garmin. So I'll be close to four by the time I get back. And I'm actually looking forward to sitting down, <laughs> getting some water. Ooh. <laughs> I think false rosemary or rosemary. So I'm taking pictures. Yeah, so I got that rosemary picture of it. The genus coming up is Conradina. I think that's a large flower one. So I'm gonna have to look that one up. And I came across the gopher tortoise. I've been on this whole hike going, where are the gopher tortoises? Um, so got a couple pictures of it. Uh, left it alone. I didn't see a burrow nearby, so I'm sure it's somewhere back in the scrub here. And yeah, as I'm hiking, I'm like thinking about, you know, I'm tired. I'm thinking about, you know, the through hiker mind state. And I am definitely not in that mind state. And I'm sure I will be again some other someday. But, you know, for us when we through hiked, you know, we had no, nothing tying us down. Well, there was no kid for one. Um, and I mean, there's plenty of people who through hike with kids. And I think we could do smaller trails with our son until he's, you know, older. Um, but I think it's more like, you know, the house, the responsibilities. Also, <laughs> I'm super not in through-hiker shape. Not that I was in through-hiker shape when I started the AT. I mean, definitely not in through-hiker shape. Um, I was in much better shape for the FT because we had had the AT, then a lot of field work after. Um, I think it's more like just that responsibility mindset, that frame of mind. It's more of a thru-hiker attitude. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if I was like, I'm going to thru-hike. 
how my mental attitude would actually be right now. It'd probably be pretty crappy. I'd probably want to quit. Um, <laughs> so I'm already thinking, all right, am I back to the car yet? And I haven't even done four miles yet. So <laughs> if that says anything, I'm also antsy for, you know, getting my stop in at Publix and going to the park for Billy Goat Day. So I'm already a little anxious about that. Um, kind of uh, excited, nervous, meeting people chatted with, meeting people that are trail famous. Um, you know, I mentioned here before I did this podcast, but I'm a huge introvert and I'm usually the person who's shy, sitting on the side, taking everything in, listening, totally fascinated by everything, but not necessarily the one who's, you know, telling the stories, asking the questions. I mean, I ask questions, but I'm not, <laughs> it's a completely different sort of situation when I'm in, in front of people, um, unless I'm obviously, you know, friends and comfortable with them. So I think I'm a little bit nervous about that for Billy Go Day, but I'm sure it will be just fine. Oh man, I'm ready to get to this trail junction and be like 10th of a mile to the car. <laughs> so oh, maybe it's up here. We'll see. Okay. All right, I'm closing out on the parking lot here. My last wildlife sighting. Ooh, and I just hit four miles to my Garmin. My last wildlife sighting is this cute little armadillo. Foraging. And, oh, it hears me. It's trying to scutter off. <laughs> Maybe you guys hear it going through the brush there. <laughs> okay, so split oak. I definitely recommend. I did the north loop. You may want to hit that south loop because I think that's where the uh, toll road is going in. Um, but I hit the north loop because I wanted to see the split oak. Um, the south loop, I believe that's where the toll road is going in. So yeah, you might want to go see that. Just come out and see this place. Um, let me see about getting somebody from the Friends of the Split Oak Forest group on here to talk about everything. Not that my little podcast will do anything or even change any minds. Uh, because I think they've done enough protesting that is still going to happen. But, uh, you know, just to generally raise awareness for all these cool places that are being encroached on by development. And too many people move into Florida. And too many people in general. And <laughs> too many people in the world. Um, so, yeah. Somebody left their freaking litter next to my car. I am very irritated that was not there when I got left. <sighs> Looks like there's a trash can, so I will be throwing that away. That is highly irritating. People, don't be jerks. Oh my, all right, so it's Saturday. Everybody's here for Billy Goat Day. Lots of people <laughs> arriving. I've been meeting uh, all sorts of different hikers. People I know, didn't know, um, either that I've talked to or followed on Instagram. Um, so it's been great getting to talk to people last night a little bit. I've got a few people recorded. Um, and then today is Billy Good Day. It's about 1120. Uh, everybody's over at the pavilion getting food ready, playing games, chatting. Um, Nimbleville Nomad is here. Um, very cool to meet him and uh, hopefully get him to come and uh, chat a little bit uh, later 
today. Um, I've seen Billy Goat. I've not met him yet. So hopefully I'll get to do that in a little bit. Um, it's just a little bit chaotic just getting everybody uh, trying to line people up to record. It's kind of awkward, like, uh, getting people to uh, be interested. I mean, interested is not the right word. People are interested, but not so much. Uh, sure, they have something to say, but I know people have something to say. Just got to sit and chat for a second. And uh, I know all the words will come out. So I had to get some water, heading back over there. And uh, it's, it's really cool getting to, to see people in person. Oh, so I'm sitting in the Publix parking lot here, south of Lake Mills Park. I did not have a chance to do any more of these little voice recordings um, since Billy Goat Day. It happened. Last time I think I updated was in the middle of, well, maybe it was just beginning. Um, folks were getting there. It was actually really overwhelming for me. There were so many people, faces I knew from just following people on Instagram, people I've talked to in real <laughs> in real life. People I've talked to on the podcast, um, people I consider friends now, um, you know, trail legends, and then all these volunteers, and trail angels, and hikers I don't know. It was, it was a crowd, and um, <laughs> uh, it was super busy. It was really hard to try to even think about recording episodes with anybody. I did get a few people that just off to the side at the event kind of had to pull other people off to the side later to try to record some things um, <laughs> but it was extremely extremely just crazy overwhelming exciting emotional it was uh, it was a good event and I'm, I'm glad I came <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to come next year or have the uh, uh, tolerance to come again um, next year it was recording episodes is not exactly the best thing here unless I came here pre-arranging people I think um, definitely well there's a couple of people I talked to for 20 to 30 minutes but most people are 10 to 15 minute snippets so we putting those into like one or two people into one episode that sort of situation so they won't be full episodes mostly because I think it's harder for people to want to sit and chat in that kind of situation there's so many people going on so many people going on so much going on with so many people doing different things and all the hikers want to see each other and socialize and it was it was an experience that is for sure I'm very glad I came it was worth it it was worth it for the two hikes that I got to do you know I, I talked about my split oak hike earlier um, and then today Sunday I, I got to go with Sandra friend and my friend <laughs> internet friend Kate Dolamore uh, she may know her as a little nut hatch if you are into nature and art in Florida she is on Instagram and has a cool shop and I've known her for a while she lives in the area and we managed to meet up which was great I it was I don't know it was like meeting an old friend it's kind of weird these Instagram friendships and internet friendships sometimes you get to know people and you meet them in real life and it's like you've known them forever and uh, 
in some aspects. In some aspects, obviously, you're, you're still getting to know them. So, But it was great. Sandra and Kate and I went and hiked about a four-mile section of a new part of the Florida Trail that was not on uh, the on a forest land back when we hiked through. It was from, uh, I think, the Chuliota Wilderness Parking Trailhead to J Joshua Creek Trailhead in Bronson State Forest. And... In, at that time, when you came through Orlando Wetlands Park, you exited and you had to road walk all the way around to, I can't even tell you at the moment off the top of my head, but you had to road walk, I don't know, 10 miles or something, maybe maybe more than that. And it was kind of a pain. And <laughs> But now all of that is not uh, on a road walk, so it was great. It was actually kind of fun because we were driving, sh shuttling cars from the trailhead and uh, I could see faded orange blazes on some of the the light posts uh, along the way so that was kind of reminiscent and when we pulled into uh, Lake Mills Road further down onto the east towards the Chuliota Wilderness area um, you know when I saw that I was like oh yeah I've definitely been here before I remember all this and kind of putting it into uh, perspective of where Lake Mills Park is, where Chuliota is, and knowing how we hiked all around that. And then, of course, this morning after we were done camping at Lake Mills, we, we all went to breakfast over in Oviedo, and I'm driving down the road, and I'm like, hey, that's the sports park where I, I, had, I, got, I got, had to go pee, <laughs> as we had just left uh, the Little Big Econ State Forest area, and um, uh you had to go pee there and then like right around the corner was the mobile station where we had like second breakfast <laughs> and we began our you know our Orlando hike uh, so it brought back a lot of memories and <laughs> made me cry a little bit um, you know I mentioned the other day about not being in that trail frame of mind but I you know this weekend you could definitely <laughs> get yourself in that trail frame of mind and be wishing uh, get out there and put some miles in um, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go get on a plane and fly back to Houston and go to work tomorrow morning. Um, and I'm excited to see my kid and my husband and, and get back to that life too. So it's the, the fun dichotomy of, of being a hiker and being in this community and, you know, choosing which path and or season in life you're going to be in. So I think that was fun to see all of that and talk with people about that and seeing you know some folks just getting in as much trails as they can in the few years and then going back to work and other people trying to make this a thing for their whole life um, and then you know the folks who just do one trail and uh, you know they're happy but they want to just come out and uh, support the community and be trail angels or volunteers and like being around that but not necessarily want to be doing long-distance hikes maybe for their health or because they just not interested in that anymore so it was fun to see the gamut of all of that so like I said I'm about to leave this Publix parking lot I got everything packed up and head off to the airport and try to get some sleep <laughs> And I will be editing all these episodes uh, through March and trying to post them March and April and maybe a little bit in May and uh, go from there. And I have an episode. I'm not sure when I will release it of um, someone cool, but I need to listen to it and think about it because <laughs> there's going to be probably some editing on my end um, on that. And we'll see how that goes. So I hope you guys enjoyed my little 
trip, my hikes, uh, that I, the one hike I got to narrate, I didn't want to narrate our hike as we were going along with Sandra and Kate. That would have been kind of weird, but, um, that was a great hike as well. I enjoyed that immensely and it was just fun to, to get out into Florida for a little bit and get out and do something with the trail community. All right. Signing off now. All right. Thanks for listening to the episode. You can find the show notes and the podcast at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com. You can find it on all the major podcasting, uh, podcatching services. <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Instagram at orangeblazepodcast and on Facebook as official orangeblazepodcast. Thank you. And I will be back next month.